0: Hiya folks, Jason Joyce here. It's the 20th of April 2020. You're very welcome and thank you for joining episode 5 of the Jason Joyce podcast. Currently we're in the middle of the lockdown. One week down, two weeks to go. Where we're restricted to 2 kilometre travel distance within our house unless it's essential travel. I hope everyone is safe and well. They're definitely strange and challenging times. For me, each day I'm looking for the positives and looking also for the opportunities that this has given me personally um, that I would not have got. So I've learned a lot about gratitude, things I'm grateful for now that I wouldn't have thought about. Second one would be reflection and the biggest one would be to control the controllables. I can't change the situation but I can change my response and my attitude towards the situation. So how are you finding everything? I'm going to invite you to check in with yourself now. As usual, I'm going to play a bit of music for 10 to 20 seconds. If you feel you need more time, pause this if necessary for one to two minutes. And just check in with yourself. How are you finding everything at the moment? after that brief reflection, it's story time. It wasn't long after the gods had created humankind that they began to realise their mistake. The creatures they had created were so adept, so skillful, so full of curiosity and a spirit of inquiry that it was only a matter of time before they would start to challenge the gods themselves for supremacy. To ensure their supremacy, the gods held a large conference to discuss the issue. Gods were summoned from all over the known and unknown worlds. The debates were long, detailed and soul-searching. All the gods were very clear about one thing. The difference between them and mortals was the difference between the quality of the resources they had. While humans had their egos and were concerned with the external, material aspects of the world, the gods had spirit, soul and an understanding of the workings of the inner self. The danger was that sooner or later the humans would want some of that too. The gods decided to hide their precious resources. The question was where? There was the reason, this was the reason for the length and passion of the debates of the great conference of the gods. Some suggested hiding these resources at the top of the highest mountain. But it was realised that sooner or later the humans would scale such a mountain. And the deepest crater in the deepest ocean would be discovered. And minds would be sunk into the earth. And the most impenetrable jungles would give up their secrets. And mechanical birds would explore the sky and space. And the moon and the planets would become tourist destinations. And even the wisest and most creative of the gods felt silent. As if every avenue had been explored and found wanting. Until the littlest god, who had been silent until now, spoke up. Why don't we hide these resources inside each human? They'll never think to look for them there. So what message or insight did you take from that story? Was there anything that hits home personally for you? For me, I believe, we all have this beauty within us. A unique gift, a talent, a purpose. And the reason we don't find this gift is we're unaware of it, we're lost, or we're looking in the wrong place. We're looking externally. And at what other people are doing. When all along the answers we seek are within. A good example of this is the rich man. Who looks like he has everything sorted on the outside. But he feels empty within. Or the poor man. Who looks like he has nothing on the outside. But he's full within. This is beautifully illustrated in one of my favourite books. The Monk Who Sold Us Ferrari. By Robin Sharma. Check it out. It's a great read. Another common example will be. People just settling for the normal job. For the normal paycheck. And this has been known to say that these people die at 25 but live to 80. And I'm not judging anybody or who's right or who's wrong. Most people have the best intentions, but they're just misguided. I do believe, though, that we all have this inner spark, this inner light. And the only way we'll find it is if we go within. So how do we look within? How do we find that inner fulfillment? The first thing you must do is ask the right questions. I was performing a soul space meditation with Jerry Hussey last night. Um, he's a performance psychologist for the Irish Olympic team. He's a psychologist for over 20 years. And he discussed the topic of how we judge things. And he used the example of death. When someone dies, we'd ask, oh, what age was he or she? And if they're old, we kind of judge it and go, that was okay. And if they're young, we kind of say, oh, that that's not okay. And he suggested, instead of asking about age, Ask about, was that person at peace? Were they loving or in love? Did they laugh or have joy in their life? Or did they live a purpose? And when you ask these questions, you get a much better idea of that person in comparison to just knowing their age. To ask these questions of others, though, we must be first willing to ask the questions of ourselves. And we start asking these of ourselves, we'll soon see a change in our behaviour. If you look at the top professionals in any field, they always ask the best questions. So let's start by asking ourselves these four first. Are you at peace? Are you loving? Do you have joy in your life? And do you live with purpose? The second key to finding that inner beauty is to create space. Stop filling your jar with sand your day-to-day activities with distractions and external noise like I spoke about in the last podcast. Stop. Slow down. Create space for stillness and reflection. Time for yourself. Check in with yourself. Check in with your goals. Schedule daily space time. So this could be two minutes, three minutes, ten minutes. Do some form of mindfulness. A mindfulness is just being present in a non judgmental way. You don't have to be meditating. You can just have a mindful cup of tea, a mindful meal where you're just tasting it, you're really present, engaging it, a mindful walk. For me, I'm a big fan of meditation. I do at least 10, 15 minutes a day. Or yoga is another great, great one for mindfulness and meditation. Or just doing some activities that get you going, that get your creative juices flowing. Are you arty or are you into sport or going for a run? That's the biggest thing that I've learned through this COVID-19 pandemic, creating space myself. And I got time to look at all the things I was doing. And I was overwhelmed with a lot of things I was doing for no reason. And I've cut them out of my life now and it's made a massive impact. So how can you create space? How can you reflect? Just try and schedule 5 to 10, 20, 30 minutes if you have it. That's space for yourself to check in. Because there's serious power and purpose. A book I read a few years ago, Aiki Gay, The Japanese Secret to Long and Lasting Living, looks at blue zones and areas in the world where people live the longest. Motti found as one of the key attributes was purpose throughout their life. Along with moving, eating well, and connection. Another person who discusses this a lot is Viktor Frankl in A Man's Search for Meaning. And Viktor Frankl was a psychologist who went to the concentration camps as a victim. And at the time, 1 in 28 would survive. So you had a 4% chance of surviving. You're working for 12 to 14 hours a day in snow, in freezing conditions, were hardly any clothes, and just eating half a potato a day. And what his observation as a psychologist at that time was, the people who survived were those who had purpose. The ones who died were those who just believed they were a product of their circumstances. And if you think about it, that makes a lot of sense. If you believe you're a product of your circumstances and you're in them dire conditions, it's just going to beat you down until you can take no more. And he said the ones that had a purpose to get home to their family or to do bigger things than themselves, they're the ones that just kept on going. They kept on going. And after he got out of the concentration camps and he survived, he developed his therapy called Logotherapy, which was all about bringing meaning and purpose into people's lives. So ultimately, having a purpose will not only save your life, it will make it more meaningful and fulfilling. So what is your purpose? And if you don't know, that's okay. Don't beat yourself up. Using some of the tools today will actually help you get there. And before I summarize the main point of today, I just want to say a big thank you to everyone for sharing it. So please keep on doing it, especially with this episode. It's one of my favorite episodes. I really believe that we all have this unique talent. Um, the more people that embrace it, the better the world will be. So please share it. And if you're feeling extra generous, leave a review on iTunes. I'd really, really appreciate it. So the main lesson from today's podcast is that from the littlest God, we all have the resources of a God within us to live a healthy, happy and fulfilled life. So one, ask yourself the right questions and hold yourself accountable to those questions. Two, create a space daily time for yourself and three what is your purpose and how can you fulfill that on a daily basis if you don't know the answer to what is your purpose look at work on point one and point two and you'll start to see some of the signs emerge thanks for listening i hope you enjoy it and i look forward to talking to you next week thank you